0: Hi, righty, fitters. welcome to episode 22 of the podcast. We've got Steve Voigt on today. Uh, Steve, man, thank you so much for coming in first and foremost. Not at all. Um, so Steve is the founder of food.com.au, a really cool new innovative platform, online platform uh, about all things nutrition, health. So man, please enlighten us. Tell us a little bit about what you what you guys are doing. For
1: sure. Well, thanks very much for having me. Really appreciate it. No worries. Um, man. So look, food.com.au is a new uh, platform that we have launched into the nutrition education and support space Uh, we have developed an online uh, learning program uh, called the first 13 program as in the first 13 weeks of the rest of your life uh and yeah we're looking to get it out there and get into as many hands as possible because we think it's really going to help people out there who would like to make a change in their life and uh, prioritize their health through food and exercise and obviously
0: that's man like it's like the f- the foundation of anyone who wants to lead a really good, healthy life is, you know, food, exercise and stimulating your body like in the best possible way, you know, feeding your this machine of yours the
1: best possible way. Uh, there's a lot of
0: advice out there. What makes you guys different?
1: Yeah, look, totally agree. Uh, there is a hell of a lot of uh, voices out there in the space.
0: I think social media is having a massive impact on that. It really um, is like media influencers and stuff and people Mm. having all of these fad diets and everything like that. And there's kind of, I think, a real lack of scientific-based knowledge out there that people have like
1: ready access to. Yeah, this is exactly right. Uh, So our answer to that is that all of our content is developed and delivered by accredited practicing dietitians. So we have acknowledged the fact that there is a lot of voices out there. You don't have to look too far these days to get nutrition advice. Uh, You can get it at the bar, um, at a barbecue, um, all sorts of places uh, you can get nutrition advice. Uh, We believe the best people to give that advice are the ones who are the the most highest qualified and that is the accredited practicing dietitians. Those are the people that have done a four-year university degree. um, They've been supervised. Uh, members of the Dietetic, uh, Dietitian's Association of Australia uh, with a commitment to uh, ongoing education development as well. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we really think that they're the people who, who need to be speaking the loudest and we're really happy that we can use food.com.au uh, as a platform to launch um, that message um, out into the public to, yeah. to really help Australian people, um, you know, change their behavior and, and make the most out of their lives Perfect. through food and exercise.
0: How did, how did you? Because I've got the shirt on here, by the way. It's a very nice shirt. You look
1: great. <laughs> how did you um, get the URL? Because that's obviously a pretty tough one to come by. Yeah. So, uh, my co founder is a man named Alan Boroshek, otherwise known as the Calorie King. Yeah. Got the book here. I've got the book here. You may not have heard of this guy, but I guarantee your mum has. <laughs> uh, so, he's been publishing this book uh, with all different uh, information. Uh, about foods for around about 40 years. Wow, my mum would definitely know about it, right uh, So reckon. Um, so yeah, he actually had the, the domain as part of his um, digital assets, if you like. Um, I got put in touch with him around about three years ago now. Uh, I was still in the IT application development space. And uh, this whole project started with uh, me proposing a solution for him of something that, uh, that he could do for food.com.au. Over time, um, my employment situation changed. I was kind of looking for something maybe with a little bit more impact um, that I could, could have in the world. Also I'm, I'm quite passionate about uh, nutrition. Uh, my wife is a dietitian so mm. I've got a lot of um, stories about um, you know the struggles of being a dietitian and, um, and the struggles of patients to that end as well. Uh, and so the opportunity came up and the conversation slowly changed from me providing a solution to us. Um, going at this together. Um, and that's what ended up happening. We, we formed a partnership, um, founded a new company, and um, started rolling with uh, food.com.au. Mm-hmm. So, what's
0: the philosophy
1: behind the 13 week? Uh, what, is it, what do you call the 13 uh, week? The first 13. The first 13, yeah. Yep. So, the philosophy would be that there's no quick fix. So, we acknowledge the fact that the best, safest, and most sustainable way to actually improve your health through food and exercise is to do it gradually and slowly with a balanced approach. So you won't find any um, fad diets, you won't find us cutting out any food groups or anything like that. Uh, We very much adhere to the current um, dietary guidelines from the government, um, the Australian Guide to Healthy Eating, uh, the evidence-based material. Uh, And through that we, we educate and then we encourage people to reflect, so each of the modules each week uh, is accompanied by a self-reflection worksheet. So we have modules from four key areas, uh, mindset, lifestyle, food and you, and exercise. So really only 25% of the um, of the modules are to do with food. And the rest of it's kind of psychological. Pretty much. It, it really is mindset-based, engagement-based, and, um, and creating balance Banalously in your life. Practical as well. Yeah. Absolutely. Because... of the big issue that we sort of identified is a concept called the intention behavior gap. So that's where people have an intention of what they want to do. From a nutrition point of view, they have certain foods that they want to eat or a certain diet that they want to stick to and they hold that intention. But it is actually hard when the pressures of life, um, everyone's busy, um, dealing with sabotage, learning how to say no, all of these things come up and they can actually put a gap between what you intend to do and what you actually do. Uh, marketing is in there as well. Uh, the reality is that we're living in an obesogenic environment. So that means the environment that is all around us is really set up to make us to obese. obesity, yeah. Absolutely. We're talking about um, energy-dense foods that aren't necessarily uh, nutrition-dense.
0: Such as the foods you'd find in packets, That for sort example. of thing,
1: a lot of processed foods, the fast foods, um, you know, these days, um, you know, highly processed or um, not overly nutritious food is only a, a few taps away. Um, and I said before as well, you know, people are busy. There's other factors as well. There's internal attitudes towards food. Um, we think that the individual's relationship with food is just as mm. important. I think that's an interesting one, the relationship
0: with food, because... Um, it's not really something that people think about as much mm. as you know the actual act of what food you're putting in your mouth, as opposed to how you're consuming it. Um, and you know, a problem that I often have is the way that I eat. You know, if I'm really yep. hungry, it's just this this tunnel vision. Get the food, get as much as I can, yeah. Yeah. get myself into a food coma, and then that's yeah. like sort of an attitude to it. And if I was to maybe slow down and you know enjoy the conversation at the table a little bit more, and mm. and just gradually. Um, fill myself up, and that would maybe be a really much more healthy relationship with the food. You should check
1: out our program. Yeah, uh, We I actually should, have mate. content specifically for that. Uh, and that that's the idea. It really is a holistic approach. It's not just eat this, do that. A lot of what's out there at the moment in terms of programs and challenges, it just tells you what to do for a period of time. And so it builds up a lot of um, emotion and tension and energy towards that. But then that ends. And the focus drops off, and it's well known now. You don't have to look too hard to figure out that um, it's coming out that diets really don't work. Um, putting yourself into a restrictive uh, mode is not um, is not overly sustainable. And when these other things pop up, um, you easily, as we call it, fall off the wagon, um, and then you can actually end up feeling worse uh, than you did before.
0: Yeah, and I mean. Another, I'm going to use myself for as, as an example here because <laughs> sure. I can only really speak for myself. <laughs> um, another thing that I find really difficult is when you do have a really good patch where you've been eating really well, mm-hmm. sometimes the wheel will fall off the wagon. I think that's what, how you refer to it. Um, and you'll end up actually putting on more weight than you, than you lost because you know, you've, you've starved yourself of like off, off balance or yep. you've starved yourself of, of
1: food for enjoyment. And then you end up you know, making up for it tenfold. So that's called set point theory. So there is actually a, a theory around exactly what you just um, spoke about, that your body has a particular point um, that it, it feels is the right balance. And when you go too far away from that, it, it's gonna try and pull you back. And so really a realistic, long-term, sustainable, um, and we're talking about weight loss here because that's that's what a lot of people are after. But the reality is, and it's not just it about weight well, loss. Yeah. Um, there's other things as well: increased energy, um, those sort of things, increased mindset. Um, that definitely can be helped through nutrition. So it's not just about weight loss, mm. but that is definitely one of the expected outcomes. It's one the of program. the things
0: that, like, it's the it goes hand in hand with things like energy, with things like sleeping patterns, with things like moods and relationships, mm-hmm. and
1: yeah. for sure. So we'd consider that a, a positive feedback loop. So you do this this program, you come on board, um, you look at your eating habits, you. You take time and you actually sort of prioritize your food and your exercise. You plan it out as to when you're going to do it. Um, we certainly don't tell people exactly what to eat, although we do have a whole lot of healthy recipes. Around do you have like calorie.
0: calorie counting and all that
1: sort of stuff? We don't, that's not part of the program. Um, there's a lot of places you can go for that. The Calorie King, for example, as um, my, my co-founder um, still runs that side of things. Um, so certainly if you would like to do that, you can. But to that side of things, we, we're probably more of a non-diet approach. We really are focusing on the mindset and the lifestyle and the relationship with food. What do you think the big problem
0: is in terms of people's relationship with food?
1: Well, there's a couple. Uh, The obesogenic environment, I mentioned that before. I think that's probably the biggest. Um, So actually on our website at the moment, we have a free download for that module, the obesogenic environment, where we explain what it is and encourage people to think about their own environment and whether that is set up to um, cause them to be overweight. Are you talking obese?
0: about whether they're buying a lot of processed foods as opposed to buying real foods and That's part natural of it. foods? Yeah, the makeup of your foods. trolley
1: or your fridge or your pantry is certainly part of your <laughs> um, your internal obesogenic environment. Uh, mm. There's also an external obesogenic environment which we we go into as well. So, um, is that what do you mean by
0: external? I- yeah, obesogenic? so
1: internal are things sort of in within yourself that you can control. Yeah, um, like your mindset is part of that as well. Um, Self talk. A lot of people have negative self-talk in their head. This is one particular space where a lot of people have actually tried and failed before. Uh, and that can have a negative impact on on your mindset. And therefore, if you think you can't do something, then so often you're, you're quite right. Mm. So yeah, we're really, um, I guess, out there is really putting ourselves in that that position where people have tried and failed before. We would like people to come and give us a go. We really do think that we are different from that side. First of all, with the dietitian delivery, but secondly, Really looking at this mindset um, and lifestyle factors.
0: Yeah, I think they're having a positive relationship with it. Like the psychological factor is such an inter- and such mm. an important and understated factor yep. in terms of diet, um, in terms of nutrition. Um, one, one, an example. Of something that I do is I often trick myself into believing that what I'm eating is actually fine. So <laughs> I'll have a, I'll have, I'll yeah. have an assortment of chocolates in the fridge, yep. and I'll eat two of the chocolates, and then I'll think that it's only fair that I eat the other two chocolates mm. as well. Yeah. And I'll trick myself into believing that it's that you know I have to be fair to the other chocolates, and <laughs> I have to eat yeah. them too. So. It's
1: crazy, isn't it? <laughs> yeah,
0: it, but it's I nuts. Genuinely trick myself in, into believing that. So the psychological factor and being accountable, I think, could yeah be so important. <laughs>
1: Yeah. yeah, I mean I don't even know what to say to that but that is out it's there I and mean, you man. are not alone, right? A lot of people like that. So there's different factors. So stress is a big factor. So really early on in the program, we, um, we encourage people to think about stress factors in their life. How can we reduce stress or manage stress better because stress is definitely a trigger for, um, for eating and overeating as well. Uh, emotional eating, all these sort of um, factors as well that we deal with through the program to help people overcome.
0: Mm, Yeah, awesome, man. And there's so many like, uh, as we talked about before, like different opinions and stuff on Instagram. Um, How damaging do you think it can be to have people who are giving uh, really, really, you know, opinions that really aren't scientifically
1: backed at all? Uh, I think it's really bad. Um, And and it's, it's like, it's really hard to quantify to an extent. I mean, we really don't know. Um, I guess. And There's it, not really any data on it. You can't. Not, not that I've seen. Uh, although actually there, there are some articles out around at the moment um, that have just come out which are towards that, that side of things that celebrity diets specifically um, don't necessarily work and really warning people um, to, to really think about the credentials of who they're listening to. I think part of the problem is that people mean well and they might be telling people something that work for them but the fact is everybody is different especially the relationship with food and we're talking about something that's built up over years since you were born really is is where your relationship with food starts it can be very very complex uh, and that's not The environment that you're surrounded in well, would oh, be a definitely, massive, massive definitely. part of it and there's a whole lot of factors and we're getting into some psychological space mm. here as well uh, which I think is a big a big part of uh, what we we're, we're trying to help with and encourage that and to that end, um, we do actually recommend people seek additional support either through dietitians, um, through our ask a dietitian function that is backed up by um, private consultations if the if the client requires. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then, yeah, we will be more than willing to recommend out to um, external um, psychological support providers, and we do do encourage that because um, yeah, there's definitely a link there.
0: Mm. And there's also uh, like. This is kind of uh, sensitive territory to go into, but um, you know, there's on the other end, there's the Hollywood diet, and then there's uh, on the other end of it, there's people who are actually giving um, advice that it's okay to be obese, and yep. that um, you know, being f- like sort of res- being having a good relationship with food means that you know, loving yourself for who you are. And as much as I do respect that, I think that it can be a slightly dangerous uh, viewpoint as well. Mm. So, there's
1: a movement called the health at every size movement, which yeah. might be sort of what you're that's what I'm talking about there. And look, to an extent, that, that's right. We're not trying to make anybody feel bad about who they are. That, that That's the worst possible outcome. And that, that's not what we're trying to do at all. Um, I think I mentioned before that we're not just about weight loss either. There's a whole lot of other factors here. Um, sleep is important, stress levels, balance, uh, relationships, all these other areas. And you might think, well, that's not to do with food. Um, but- We actually have that as part of our program and encouraging people to think like that because we think it's just as important. Um, So to that end, it really is a a holistic offering. But, yeah, um, look, you know, obesity is uh, not a good outcome. Uh, The reality is that there are clearly um, defined and investigated and it's proven the negative um, health impacts Mm. Um, and that's an issue for individuals and it's an issue for our society at the moment. Um, the public cost um, due to what you would term as preventable um, diseases that are a result of lifestyle um, is is getting really, really high. Uh, we're up to around about two-thirds of the population now that is overweight or obese. Um, and we, we don't think that's acceptable. Um, we think that Australia could be the healthiest country on earth. And Do, do you think that... Um, I th- I th- do you think that like more of a
0: grassroots sort of movement would also be like really important as well? And having people educated from a much younger age could be a really because um, back in the day we used to have much more rigorous sort of PE uh, mm. classes in Australia, and now I think that kind of, that's kind of faded away a little bit more. And um, if there was like a sort of more of like a grassroots education about these sorts of things that mm. people didn't that people could learn at school. Maybe I'm just brainstorming. I was actually here.
1: talking to Lane uh, Lane Edwards, our accredited practicing dietitian, who's the lead developer of the First 13 program, about this just the other day, actually. Hmm. My question to her was, what age do you think is the best age for students to start this program? And we came up with Year 10. Uh, so we would really like to work it into um, – this is a um, – you know, we haven't fully mapped this out yet, hmm. but as um, soon as you brought it up, that yeah, we would love for the First 13 program, we could – Condense that to 10 or 11 weeks, whatever, for a a school term and and get that in there and and really encourage students to do that. I think that would be a big help.
0: I think especially with the way, the age of social media that we're seeing at the moment and that, you know, seeing all of these Hollywood bodies on TV is Mm -hmm. actually having a a counterproductive effect on people's relationship with food and exercise and making them uh, feel bad about themselves. Um, So, yeah, I think that with the age of social media and the overexposure that we have to that, as with teenagers, I think that, you know, a grassroots educational um, mm. nutrition online platform like what you guys are doing could be massively, massively beneficial.
1: Yeah, we think so too. And it's designed, I guess, exactly for that so that it really is accessible and understandable for for everybody. Really, we've simplified the language, simplified the terms um, and just made it as understandable and mm. as actionable as possible.
0: Yeah. How do you guys, when you when you actually sign up for it, do you guys, you know, do you put in your height? Your weight, your nope. nothing. No, uh,
1: you can do that if you want. So you can build out a profile, but I mean, those are those are personal personal factors. Obviously, that's um, you know worthwhile keeping measure of. But um, we really don't start with that. We do ask questions about conditions or the knowledge of pre existing conditions. But even that doesn't preclude people from the program. It's more so that your lead dietitian. Uh, is aware of that and can help to support you. Can you reach out to them at any any point? Yeah. So that uh, I would say is one of our biggest um, sort of innovations within our platform. When you sign up for the First 13 program, uh, there's about a one-week lead time from when you sign up to when you actually start. We use that time to give you some questionnaires that are just like what you would fill out if you went to an initial uh, consultation with a dietitian. An accredited practicing dietitian from food.com.au then reviews that and we will follow up if required. And you are then put into a learning group and assigned a lead dietitian. Okay. So uh, when your uh, content becomes available, you will know there will be a person and accredited practicing dietitian who is assigned to you. At any time throughout the program, you can click the ask a question button Type out a question, and that will go straight to your lead dietitian team. So
0: you said you're in a, f- a focus group, is a learning group, a yep. learning group. Is can you
1: interact with your Definitely. other group members? Definitely. So one of the other factors that we have sort of identified out there, and this has come from uh, from Lane and other other dietitians, is that a lot of people are actually a little bit isolated out there, and when you are isolated, um, it can lead to a bit more negative self talk but also it can lead to other situations where you're likely to overeat or eat when you're not hungry. Mm. And so we really do want to connect people and, and link them up. Uh, so the idea is that you're going on this journey with a group of like-minded individuals uh, with the support of the lead dietitian and nutrition support team. Yeah. So yeah, we, we think that's the best way. Uh, and there's actually research that's in on that as well about the success of groups and group therapy um, and that's what we're offering here: nutrition therapy, nutrition support.
0: And you've trained at Fight Fit as well, and you've done a few challenges, right? I have done the challenge twice. Yeah, One, one, lost one. Yeah, it was and more fun to win. <laughs> yeah, I, could, I I know that. Um, so, did you find that that sort of group
1: um, challenge environment was beneficial for you? Oh, definitely. Uh, I, I like it was years ago when I, I did the challenge, mm. but I still think back to some of those sessions where we finished and sort of everyone looked at each other and just went. Wow, what just happened? We we went <laughs> through that like yeah. that was emotional. Like we yeah. we bonded for life now. <laughs> that, yeah, that was hectic. Yeah, um,
0: you know, Paul really wow. put us through our paces. <laughs> yeah, the, when you're just like in lying in those sit-up
1: positions in the most undignified way, <laughs> you think it's done, he, and then you got to push out 50 burpees. You know? Yeah. So but definitely, there is there's a different energy from the group. Yeah. Um. So that that's part of it, but then obviously support from the group as well. So you know. Just little things, little tidbits, little strategies, little um, wins, um,
0: reaching out. So um, people will be maybe like posting in that group saying like this is the win or this is like what my my weight loss progress or this is how I'm feeling or my sleep's gotten better my relationship with my
1: partner's gotten better. Yep. Someone posted one the other day about aha moments. Like they had an aha moment and then asking Mm. other people what their aha moment was. Oh, that's cool. So, you know, those are the sort of things and that's what we really want to do through this program. It's... It's about people coming to uh, a place by themselves. So we supply the content, we supply the platform, link you up with a group, assign a dietitian, but then we treat people with a bit of, um, a bit of intellectual respect as mm. well. So we say, look, take this on, read this, commit to this, uh, make a point of prioritizing this, learn it. When you're self-reflecting, actually think about it. You know, Think about your personal circumstances. Think about when you eat. Think about what's on your plate and reflect on that. And then think about through the the content how you can improve that, and then put that into practice, mm. and then see how you feel I think that's really cool, man. The way that you
0: guys have really blended um, the accessibility of having an online platform with the the dietary and the exercise, mm-hmm. and then also having a bit of a community vibe, the psychological thing, yeah man. it sounds like you guys have really sort of sampled a lot of sort of different scientifically based that's right um areas of of this much broader problem Mm. that is nutrition or not problem but this much broader sort of thing that is nutrition and the way that we look after ourselves so
1: definitely and look you know with our awesome domain name food.com.au i mean it's just it's so good that we get to use that domain name for this and that it can really be such a positive um, inspirational source for for change in our community um, and and really, yeah, link all those things together, you know, evidence based. We have the dietitians there and you know, a lot of people who would like to go to a dietitian don't. Um, It's not cheap to go to a dietitian. Um, It's not easy to see a dietitian. A lot of people can't take time off work to go see a dietitian during business hours, for example. So there is a bit of um, a barrier to entry to accessing dietitian services at the moment. And we're looking to totally uh, remove that barrier. Mm. Uh, to that end, we put a uh, expression of interest into um, the Dietitian of Association of Australia uh, jobs portal. So far, we've had 33 um, dietitians on board to wow. um, interested in in delivering the program. So uh, we've launched only recently, um, so we've only got a handful of um, people going at the moment. But I've got a friend go. who's,
0: who's done her degree. And I will put her onto you guys because i follow her on Instagram. Very drama! Oh Nutrition. There's a shout-out for you. And uh <laughs> she's really good. She does a really awesome job. So I'll put her on to you guys as well. Yep. But yeah, no, that's awesome, man. You guys have all these different dietitians, different perspectives, passionate people, because obviously people who are in this field are genuine, generally really passionate and really knowledgeable about about it as well that's right yeah yeah anyways man tell us where we can find you on social media emails if anyone wants to reach
1: out get in touch sure so look the main thing is the domain name food.com.au that's our our main platform uh we are somewhat active on the social media but kind of not that much Mm -hmm. um we actually think it's a bit of a minefield and for a time there i actually thought what if we just don't do social media um but We are are there. Keeping uh, your foot in the door. But certainly, we want people to come to the domain food.com.au. We Mm. have articles, recipes, um, actionable content, and that's where the program is. And as we mentioned before, we have a community there as well. Yeah. So uh, that's where we want to share ideas and information. But that's it. Uh, Facebook, uh, we have a Facebook page, food.com.au. We are on Instagram. Instagram. at food.com.au. Someone already has food.com.au. They haven't posted since September, two years ago. Get on. I've sent them. them two messages. If you're out there watching, please, can we just have it? Please, <laughs> if you're not using it, stick it to us.
0: Awesome, man. Um, yeah, thanks so much for coming on, dude. Really not enjoyed enough. the conversation. Nice Steve Vote, ladies and gentlemen. Cheers. If you guys need your nutrition help, get on to them. Awesome.